All right, howlers, let's get howling. A couple quick warnings before we get started here today. First warning, this podcast contains adult content. Don't be a pixie. Second warning, this podcast contains spoilers for the entire Red Rising saga, including Dark Age, because that's what we're talking about today. Lots of spoilers. Don't forget to follow us, Facebook, Instagram, Etsy, Twitter, HowlerPod, H-O-W-L-E-R-P-O-D. Also email HowlerPod at gmail.com. Rate and review us. Five stars only or else I'm going to squish you <laughs> like Pierce squished Theodora. <laughs> also, if you haven't checked out HowlerPod.com, check it out. And now, HowlerPod. Ow! Ow! Atlantia thought she could steal my Imperator, that she could steal my son, and there would be no consequences. Well, here I am, you deviant bitch. Here I bloody am, the motherfucking consequence. Hello, Howlers. Welcome to HowlerPod, the one and only podcast for all things Red Rising, where every episode we dive deep to break down, celebrate, and discuss all aspects of the fantastic Red Rising saga by Howler number one, Pierce Brown. Mm. Sorry, I just took a sip of wine. (laughs) (laughs) I like the other one. I am your host, Ben Reinert, joined today, as always, by the peerless Aaron Ayers. Oh, low Howlers. (laughs) What are we doing today, Aaron? We're doing... Our Dark Age Insta reaction. I think we're gonna we're gonna be fighting. This is gonna be a hot one. We have read Dark Age. Now we're ready to talk about Dark Age with y'all. We've prepared a kind of like survey of questions about Dark Age. But first, we're gonna each do like a little our own personal Dark Age experience review. Do you want me to go first or you want to? Um, I'll go first. Go. We'll end positively with Ben. <laughs> with ben. Um, I felt like the whole book, including the little tidbit we got before it was released, was gut-wrenching. I was very frustrated. It was grim. And it was also so shockingly death-filled that I didn't even like cry once, mm. which is rare for me. I cry a lot. Especially reading Pierce Brown. But it was to the point where I was just like, all right, more people are dying. Great. Like I'm you're not, numb. I don't have any feelings left. Mm-hmm. Definitely numb. And Ben read this book in like a week. Yeah. Because we, we had like driven to Colorado and mm-hmm. stuff. But it took me until <laughs> yesterday <laughs> because I. Like, after everyone died, I literally took a two-day break because I was just, like, emotionally exhausted. Which part did everyone... (laughs) Which part where everyone died are you referring to? I'm saying (laughs) each time someone died. Yeah, I'm just kidding. It was like I was climbing up a ladder, but then the rungs broke one at a time, Mm -hmm. and I had to pause or else I'd fall all the way to hell, like Mm -hmm. all of my characters. I I I had to rebuild... Those emotional walls. <laughs> and also, I found it hard to like actually live my real life because I was like so upset. I've been like, 
I'm like, I need some B vitamins because my soul is black from Pierce killing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> These are my I love that it affects you that, that much. <laughs> I'm sorry that I have feelings unlike <laughs> Ben who doesn't care. <laughs> We've been fighting. I loved Mustang's point of view. I still love Mustang a ton. I thought her point of view was amazing until the mob. And then I was like, well, shit, this is hard to read. I took a lot of breaks during like her getting ripped apart, like stabbing through her cheeks, mm. cutting out her teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was really hard. Gross. Very gross. But I loved when we finally see Mustang fighting. We don't really ever see her physically fight. Obviously, she was overwhelmed by the mob. But then we also see a badass fight with Mustang when she's fighting Lilith and the Abomination. And that was pretty dope. Mm -hmm. Even though she's getting, like, hacked apart, she still manages to throw some shade. And then Yeah, she's, like, lasering off her own fingers and stuff. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) And hopefully, I think, was it uh, the clone got, like, his hand chopped off because the poison or something? He touched the flower. Yeah, I'm not sure how much yeah. it, it damaged him or what i think it says lilith was cutting his hand off Probably. to save him yeah anyways that was all dope that would be fit perfectly if it's a jackal since he you know Bye. used to not have a hand so right. yeah. might as well also not have another hand right. baby jackal i'd say i definitely fucking hate lysander which for some reason space races ben doesn't <laughs> hate him as much as that's I do. a misrepresentation of my opinion <laughs> on lysander <laughs> Ben disagrees with me. I call him a space racist. Um, that's my new, <laughs> my new defense. That's my night lily. <laughs> and then um, he's the worst. He sucks. But I loved Lyria's chapters. I like her even more. I like the parasite. He's my friend. I did. I enjoyed that too. I saw some people talking shit on it, but I actually like really enjoyed that for Lyria. Oh, yeah, cool I, I think she definitely, to be a main character, she needs some skills really fast. Right. And I think the parasite is a great idea, and I would like to get one of my own. Yeah, that was pretty cool. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. I want to be a super spy just because a parasite lives <laughs> in my brain. <laughs> Those are my main opinions. I, I wonder if I will feel differently after a reread, but I definitely felt like I was drowning in mud yeah i don't think you're alone feeling that way and i i I totally get it i had a a different experience than aaron like i read most of the book all like pretty much in one day like i read you know like a third of it uh over like four or five days before we met pierce yeah and then we were driving back from denver which is like a eight and a half hour drive or whatever I was reading the entire time and then I got home and I read till like three in the morning. So I pretty much read it all in like a 16 hour period. Right. I wonder if Uh, that changed your opinion. And I agree with you. Like I was beaten down too at some points where it's just like there was like, can we get a win for the good guys here at some point? Because it's just a lot of. Give me a break. (laughs) There is a lot of just like good guys losing. And I, I totally get where you're coming from. So, yeah, I mean, like overall book is just bloody damn brutal. Like it's an experience with a book that I've honestly never had before, which is, is, is kind of cool in my opinion. Uh, I thought part one that had me on the edge of my seat, like the entire time it was so intense, epic. 
Um, I thought Pierce did a great job of just like illustrating how war is just absolute hell. And chaos. Um, and it's just like, it's so awful. It came off to me like we were kind of talking this before the pod, but it came off to me as very like with a, a strong anti-war message, especially that first part. But I can get how people could see maybe the violence being gratuitous or like over the top. And I think, I mean, that's just kind of the way that you take that stuff in. To me, it was there was a point to him doing that and it was to show how awful war is and how, how much people lose their humanity within uh, the theater of war. Um, part two, I loved the kind of the shift in dynamic. That's kind of when the book really took off for me. Like I was super interested, Daryl versus Lysander, that was really cool. But when once we got into part two, Mustang's chapters are honestly some of my favorite chapters in the entire series. I just really loved her point of view. Anytime she came up in the book, I was like, yes. Like, And the audiobook actress is super sexy. Really? Well, her voice is. <laughs> I, I actually don't know what she looks like. I thought the, you know, the first big twist there with the Day of the Red Doves, that was just, um, that was brutal. I mean, it was so tough, uh, especially, I sh- and I fell for it again. Like, I'm so mad at myself. Like, I was like, Doxo, oh, he's such a, like, he's cool. Like, he's a great guy. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. We're learning more about him. Oh, he's dead. They're playing fucking volleyball with his head now. Yeah, when he was like, <laughs> I want a son. I was like, no, you don't. <laughs> don't say that. I wasn't a huge fan of Abomination. We'll get into that later on. Uh, and then I thought the sneaky, like, best part of the book was Ephraim. I really enjoyed his chapters. Like, he really injected some humor into the book when it was and you're like cool with him much needed being dead yeah yeah. (laughs) now you finally killed him (laughs) (laughs) i know i thought he was dead before the book started and i uh i also really loved i agree with aaron that i really loved lyria's point of view i loved the whole like lyria volga buddy cop Mm -hmm. thing going on I, i like those two together um they made it a really great twosome so just in my opinion like jesus this shit was brutal um, I thought it was a real evolution, you know, in Pierce's writing. Uh, I'm not sure how he managed to fit this much into one book. Like, it's a long book, but there's so much fucking shit that's going on. We'll talk about the pacing a little bit. I really enjoyed the pacing. I liked that it, it just clipped right along. Like like I said, it really it really sucked me into the story. And I was, like I said, I read it until 3 in the morning. I just wanted to get to the end. I don't think the the dark parts of the book didn't really affect me in the same way that it has affected other people. But I get where Aaron's coming from. Like, I get that sentiment a lot. And I think you're a sociopath. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't really have emotions. I think, too, like, because I I took so much longer and I was listening to it on the audiobook, I think, like, it the deaths were like even more drug out because I took so many yeah. breaks. Yeah. I was just going, I was just like You're on like, to the bye. next one, on the next one. Yeah. Like, bye, Orion. To me, this was like, and I was kind of expecting this. This is empire strikes back like on steroids and, you know, like meth and probably acid too. Like it's just, Oh, a, a acid dip <laughs> cigarette. <laughs> it is like, this reminds me of empire strikes back so much. Like at the end of that movie, Han is like frozen in carbonite. Luke has his hand cut off. His Darth Vader is his father. Like everything has gone wrong. But at the end, like the group comes together and they're looking out in space. And it's like this hopeful, like we're going to get it back. And to me, that's the way the book ended. I 
felt that note really helped me like being okay with everything that happened. And I also listened to some interviews with Pierce. I know that it was supposed to be kind of a frustrating book. I think he achieved that. I, I do think it will probably drive some people away, which is, I mean, it's, a, it's a, an evolution in the series. Like I said, the only criticism that I don't like of the book at this point is people saying it's not like the first series. Well, of course it's not like the first series. That's not a valid, that's like a false equivalency. Like, don't say that to me because <laughs> <laughs> they're not the same thing. It's a new series. Like, it's an evolution well, in a, as right. a, for it him as a writer. Like it because yeah. it's a whole nother story. Exactly. And yeah, we're telling a new story. Like, and we're in our 30s now. We got to kill more yeah, people. And let's, act, let's stop acting like Pierce doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. It's his story. Like, <laughs> oh, know? are people saying that? <laughs> it's just like people are saying, like, he screwed up. I trust up. him to, like, you know, pull me out of this. Right. I'm just upset that I'm going to have to wait, like, at least a whole year. Yeah. I, I just don't like the criticism, like, oh, Pierce messed this up. It's like, no. Like, it's Pierce's fucking story. I haven't seen that. <laughs> uh, um, I've seen a little bit of it, but it's just that, to me, that was kind of unfair. But uh, overall, I, I get where you're coming from. To me, I, I really enjoyed it. It's probably. Uh, my second favorite book in the series. I don't know if anything will ever beat Golden Sun for me, but it's right up there. I might might beat it on a reread for for sure. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a reread. Now that I know what's happening, I won't be as shell shocked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can like turn my feelings back on. I get that. Also, I wanted to say the Australian girl Piera Ford. She has these really great videos. I liked what she said in her review of the book. <laughs> what she, she said. said she was quote blue balled from all the death <laughs> and that's how i feel too <laughs> I it's just like you could never ever get a release like it was yeah. just always you, just you're like, like so dead, 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 yeah. dead, dead, to the point where yeah you're like yeah numb and like like uh the deaths before i don't want to say in the the first three books because ben told me not to say that <laughs> <laughs> but like think of like eo's death right. the first one yeah there's like a whole next chapter of us crying because Pierce keeps digging in the knife and twisting yeah. on your heartstrings. This, it's like, I mean, you barely even feel it when Alexander dies. Right. Like the only death that we, we really kind of sink in or the two is like Orion, you really, Darrow's really upset. And then Doxo, like obviously Mustang is upset. And that's like, I don't know. Those were the only two I really actually felt. Really? Uh, yeah, I mean, I felt more than that. There was a few. We can, we'll get into it later when we we kind of we do our survey. But I see where you're coming from. Uh, he definitely, it's definitely different. Like, there's not like the the setup and then like the shocking death that gives you like a big oh, like a cathartic release. Like maybe Doxo is probably the only one where you're just like, holy shit. <laughs> that was uh, so yeah, because that kind of that was the one that kind of really came out of nowhere. Well, that one too. I, I felt like Doxo would, like, get Mustang out of there and Holiday would come back around yeah. and help. Yeah, I was just like... that When that <laughs> chapter ended, I was like, wait <laughs> yeah. a second. Yeah. That's uh, not what I thought was going to happen. Right. But, yeah, it's definitely a different type of um, killing of characters than he did in the first series where I think... Well, and we have more characters. I think to some kill. of the point is it's supposed to weigh on you like it did. Like I think that's what Pierce is trying to achieve, but I guess we would need to hear that from the man himself a little bit more. I'd be well, interested to ask him. We're best friends now, that's so true. 
<laughs> I'm gonna just start inserting the part where Pierce goes, "You guys are cute," into like I'm gonna <laughs> like put that into the podcast all the time. <laughs> Unfortunately, he says it while I'm talking, so you'd have to cut me out. Shit, I know I ruined it. All right, Let's he move. did. He did say we're cute though. Yeah. <laughs> it was all when right. I was singing. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's move on to our dark age survey okay so these are some questions i put together we're just gonna kind of hit we're gonna go back and forth and um answer our dark age survey what was the best moment in the book let's do a positive to start can my favorite moment be someone dying <laughs> sure <laughs> i love the way harmony died oh yeah that's a good call yeah and I was I was glad to see her get her comeuppance. And I I like that the red hand is done, donezo, mm-hmm. torn up. Because we, we have a lot of enemies, and right. I have trouble remembering them all. But that one, I'm like, okay, good. We can cross them off. Yeah, we finally got somebody. Like, a whole faction is <laughs> erased. Right. And she had just turned into everything that she had hated. So she's like a huge hypocrite at this point. Yeah, so happy it, like to see enslaving her. young girls. But I, I love too that Lyria was the one who was like, "Wait, don't give her a quick death. Let's fucking right. throw her in there." And the the way Lyria like describes how she's gonna die. Yeah, she's gonna get like, snake eggs. She's, <laughs> she's gonna be like alive basically until <laughs> she's eaten from the inside out. I was like, yeah. snake eggs in the stomach. That sounds pretty bad. So that uh, was my best moment. That was also a good one where it's just like, that's great. <laughs> I sound really hypocritical because yeah. I was like, I'm, so, I'm the sociopath. I'm so tired of all the death except <laughs> this death. Uh, that was really great too. Or not really great, but I was like primed at that point. I was like, she's going to take somebody out with her. I can't remember who's down there. It's like Lyria and... Lyria and Victra it's are Lyria there, and Victra. but then um, yeah. Volga's down yeah. shooting her way up yes. from the cave. And I was like, she's going to take somebody out with her, and it's going to be terrible. We're going to get Harmony, but she's also going to, like, I don't know. like. Do you know who she took out? Yeah. One pit viper. <laughs> 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 Sorry. So that was great, yeah. So what was your best moment? This is obvious. What? Cassius. Oh. <laughs> Coming in to save the day. In his shining white armor. <laughs> Brooding again, my good man. <laughs> <laughs> Brooding again, my good man. <laughs> no, it was, that, just, it was I'm, perfect. Okay, I'm a really bad person. Can I tell you what I did? <laughs> what? You already know what I did. I got the Kindle book and immediately searched Cassius. <laughs> Even though my brain was like, stop, you fucking pixie. And I was like, nah, I need to know. And then I saw that he was like at the end of the book. Mm -hmm. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. So I like completely ruined that for myself. (laughs) I just like had so much anxiety about it. Yeah. But then I was like, he was barely even in it. Maybe you would have enjoyed the book more (laughs) if you left Cassius to the end. Because that's why I was like, I was like really down in the dumps at that point. And it was like, honestly, 2.30 in the morning. And I was on my couch. I didn't ruin it for you, did I? No. And then Cassius showed up. And then I was like literally walking around my apartment with my arms raised, just like, (laughs) yes! (laughs) Yes! That's true. I did ruin that for myself. I'm just, you know, I'm a glutton for punishment. I was just like giggling. I was so (laughs) happy. I was worried I ruined that for you because I told you I searched something and you gave me like this 
<laughs> this look like as if you knew what I searched. Well, I figured he was coming back no matter what, but it was just like seeing how he came back was, yeah. was cool. Yeah. No, that was great. Yep. What was your least favorite part? I'm going to say the abomination. The clone? Yeah. Clone Wars? Yeah. I just, that to me was a little, not, I guess, confusing, but I was just like, why? You know, and I'm, I'm sure... I, I have faith in Pierce that he's going to be able to flesh that out in a way that's going to be satisfying. Or maybe we'll, like, need the clone to yeah. kill yeah. Apollonius or something. Yeah, I don't know. But to me, it seemed like this is unnecessary to me. Um, and that w- that was the only part where I was kind of like, hmm, I don't know why he made that choice. But it's going to be – it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I do think he'll – he's obviously not going to just join up with the society. So it'll be interesting to see him kind of be – an antagonist to both sides, the Republic and the society. But he's also in control of half the Republic fleet at this point, basically like puppet control, you know, and cause he's got the senators or whatever in his pocket. And so they have the Vox fleet. Uh, I'm just wondering how that all is, is going to play out. The worst part about the clone is the creepy Lilith mother. Yeah. Slash also, lover. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, he's like 10. Are they fucking? Lilith, you fucking weirdo. What a fucking weirdo. I'm like, he can't even have sex yet. He's so little. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Once I kind of came around on the fact that it's not actually the jackal. You know, it's not like he was raised yeah, once differently. Once we got to know him a little. Yeah. And, and then he was like, you know, wanting Virginia's approval and mm-hmm. clearly hates the bone riders. Right. I was like. Oh, he's not that bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. It got let, le- it was less for me, but that to me also, ju- it just seemed a little unnecessary. We'll see how that plays out. Like I, like I said, I have faith in Pierce that he's going to be able to, that there's a reason he put that in there. Yeah. Um, he but, clearly has an important role in right. the future. We just haven't seen it yet. Yeah. That was probably the part where I would pause and was just like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The clone. What was your least favorite part? Get out the laundry list. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone dying. So my least, 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 least favorite part was the way that Alexander died. I think it's okay that he died. I get it. But I thought him getting shot, he died like so fast. And then also um, the action goes right after. So like Darrow doesn't even have a chance to really express his anger yeah we get like that. a paragraph and then daryl's gotta run out and chase yeah, uh, chase after lysander yeah um i really wish that there would have i understand i get the logic behind lysander not drawing his razor and dueling him but like i don't know mm-hmm. like if he had with. to die maybe don't just get like shot in the head yeah it just seemed kind of easy yeah for such a great fighter i don't know yeah, that was it was bitter for sure. Uh, okay, let's go on to the next question. Who was your MVP, like standout character for the entire book? I really, really liked Victra. She was great. It was like Morningstar Victra again. I loved yeah. that. Uh, we got to see her entire complex personality again. I like the the lady trio. With Victra, Lyria, and Volga. I like all three of them. Mm-hmm. I was reading, some people don't like Lyria still, but like I really liked her in this book. Yeah, I did too. I would so, agree. But yeah, Victra is fucking amazing. 
Can my secondary, can I have two? Sure. Then number two is packs. The kids. Nice, yes. Kid packs. I mean, anybody he's, who he's gives birth cool. standing up is probably an MVP. So you got to give it up to Victra. Yeah. On that. And uh, yeah, Pax was great too. I agree. He's cool. Uh, yeah. How about you? What's your My MVP? My MVP was Mustang. I just like, yeah, yeah. I just loved, loved her chapters. Like I just <laughs> couldn't, could not get enough of it. Anytime in her, one of her chapters came up, like I said, I was just like, this is awesome. Give me more. I like, yeah, there were times when I was like, can we get Mustang back? Yeah. There was like a huge <laughs> break and I was on Audible. You can only see like the chapter, the first title. So I'm like scrolling like, where's Virginia? Mm-hmm. Being inside of her head was awesome. The way she's playing chess and like her interactions with Severo were amazing. They were some of the funniest parts of the book, I thought. Oh, yeah. And I loved uh, yeah. him in the rafters. Yes. <laughs> uh, I just thought her chapter at the very end of the book where she shows up on Mars and, um, you know, gets to be like... Does they, like the flight. Yeah, does the flight around and then talks to Victor. That was like, that hit me the most emotionally, I feel like, out of anything in the entire entire book, like her and Victra coming together. That was so and awesome. she's like, I have more scars than you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when she like buried herself and then Victra finally like broke down and let her walls down like she always does, you know, and it was great. I just really love that. Next question. Who is the best side character in the book? Osgard. I liked him. <laughs> the crazy uh, hallucinating yeah, shaman. Yeah, because I feel like if he and I could just hang out and like not be at war with mm. everyone else, we would have a really good time. We could like take his obsidian mushrooms yeah. and like watch Netflix <laughs> and we could be best friends. He was pretty. He was pretty fun. I thought, and the fact that he was like knew he was like a snake oil salesman. Yeah, and was that just didn't like, make me dislike him. I was like, yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I liked him a lot, and I liked that he uh, was like on Ephraim's side because I also loved Ephraim. Yeah, loved past tense. How about you? What's your favorite? I think my favorite was Rona, the niece. Darrow's niece, yeah. I thought she was great, and I, I, I like thought we got, bolts. yeah, she, we got some cool like character development from her. Yes, her being in the Draken Jager or whatever. Uh huh. God, that was fucking badass. Yeah, yeah. that's what a Jaeger bomb is. <laughs> you jump into a Draken Jaeger. <laughs> Apparently, Draken Jaeger means dragon hunter in German. So then, is Jaeger dragon? No, Jaeger is hunter. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I'm so German. We'll cut that out. Cool. So next question, Ben, who did you want to see more of in the book who you maybe didn't see enough of? I think this one's pretty easy. We're probably going to have the same answer. Severo? Severo. (laughs) I was trying to say it at the same time as you. (laughs) All right. This next one, this is not a question. This is just a space to talk about how much Lysander sucks. The floor is yours, (laughs) ma'am. You could be like holiday and call me mom. <laughs> so is yours, mom. Um, you know, you could just go to the Reddit, <laughs> which is fuck Lysander. Aaron's a big fan. <laughs> so I wanted to say, remember our Iron, Iron Gold reread? And mm. I was like, he's not that bad. Yeah. Why does everyone hate him so much? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, right. I remember why I hated him the first time. 
and now he's even worse. And clearly, Pierce is making him into a super antagonist because he's like, just you have his point of view, and you can see him justifying all the bad things that he's doing. Right. And you're like, but he's being really hypocritical, especially for being like one of the smartest people in the world. He should be smarter than this. I totally agree with that criticism of Lysander. I was feeling the same way while reading his chapters that he was just justifying his actions and, and whatever way he felt basically made him feel better (laughs) about what he was doing. And, and it did piss me off and it did seem hypocritical and I was like, did you not learn anything from the Raws? I thought you I thought we like Or from Cassius. Yeah, or from Cassius. That's what I was really mad about. I was oh, like, can I I need to say something. Yeah. So up until this book, mm-hmm. TGR has said Cassius. Mm-hmm. But now everyone on Audible says Cassius. Oh God. Like Cassius Clay. That's why I, I can't listen to I there's been so I've heard so many people talk about like the Audible snafus like i just never would want that to paint my experience with a book like narrators or any of that i can't stand it but like shouldn't darrow in his mind say cassius the same way he always has (laughs) i don't mind that like lysander calls him cassius because that's like i guess sorry if i'm wrong british people right i guess that's a more british way to say it or that's what i assume just because the readers for lysander are seem very british right um anyways yeah now everyone says cassius that's weird unacceptable it's cassius but like muhammad ali cassius you cassius is the correct way to say his name we're in america (laughs) and it's cassius in america (laughs) we say cassius (laughs) in kansas city (laughs) (laughs) yes i totally back to lysander sucks back to fuck lysander uh, I totally agree with that. Like he was just self-justifying a lot of his actions, and it did seem super and he's hypocritical. Super space racist. And now he's fucking at Atalantia. The worst part for him was when he was talking shit on Rona. That yeah. was that was when I was like, dude, you she, fucking. He's like, she's disgusting. Yeah, I was like, you fucking suck, man. I hate you. And I was like, how is she disgusting? She's a badass. The only parts of the Lysander criticism that I disagree with is that he's a pixie and not a good fighter. That's the only thing I wanted to push back on. He hung out yeah, with Cassius I mean, for 10 years, clearly got taught the well, willow way with the razor. Like he is, and he's been fighting people. people they were, they people were fighting. People aren't mad about that. They're mad about the mind's eye, which makes him better than the best fighter. Yeah. We need more information on that. I think it's the force. May the force be with you, but no one else has it or has ever heard of it. The, uh, the, are you talking about the part where he was like blinded? Yeah. I, 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 uh, I, yeah. I mean, I, I get that. Like, it, the whole point of the mind's eye is it like increases your senses and stuff. So it's like, it is kind of a superpower, but not really. I mean, it's just like a way to like calm your mind and listen to your other senses. No, so he doesn't have he to can use like his eyes. Hear he can other use people's hear. like heartbeats. Well, Audra could do that too. It's, well, she probably had the mind's eye. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I just think it was very convenient for a little pixie bitch like Lysander to have the superpower that we've never heard of. He's not a pixie. I will push back against Lysander being Every, a pixie. I'm not calling him that. Everyone that meets him calls him They a call pixie. him that because he doesn't have a scar, but we all know but that Lysander's... But he looks like a pixie. He's been through shit, though. He's got baby blue that's eyes. because he's he doesn't scrawny. have blue eyes. He has gold eyes. Sorry, white gold they're like really light Mm -hmm. white gold eyes and well one eye no (laughs) but everyone that sees him is like this little pixie bitch because he looks like a little spoiled brat and uh, and they're all super arrogant golds who have we're not we're not supposed to agree with them they're looking at him and they underestimate him he's smarter than all of them he's always been saying like cassius is an amazing fighter and he's also built like a fighter he looks like he can fight i don't think we have much information on lysander i think build. he's i don't i don't think he's a big dude like cassius so if he's good with a razor that doesn't i mean that doesn't mean he can't be good with you a have razor to have the strength though i mean he and darrow shattered each other's arms that means he has to be as strong as darrow i read that differently i just read it that just happened <laughs> Well, I just mean like he, I saw that differently. Their razors clash and both of their arms break. I don't see that as like Lysander being stronger than Darrow, though. Not stronger, but as strong. And Darrow's like, his bones are like, made from Mickey. I feel like it's Darrow breaking his own razor on Lysander with Darrow's own strength. And it's just symbolic. It's not really a thing that's like My point Lysander's is Lysander's stronger than Darrow. Lysander's a pixie bitch. <laughs> and you are a space racist. <laughs> all right next question which death hit you the hardest out of of the 47 (laughs) deaths (laughs) the grossest death was seffy's that one was tough she got spread eagle that was straight out of midsummer i was like midsummer because they do that to somebody in midsummer they They do that exact ribs apart yeah it's like it's something that vikings actually used to do to people like back in the day got it yeah because they believe in the Norse. Yeah, they're space Vikings, basically, and they're space assholes. <laughs> but that's no, actually that a, was the gross. That's actually one. a thing that Vikings did to real people, and then they did it to somebody in Midsummer, the Swedish people. All you Swedish, uh, Swedish people out there, that's why I'm scared of you. Well, that didn't hit me the hardest, but that was the grossest. It was pretty gross. <laughs> like every, and it's like pulling her lungs out. Woo! And she's still alive. Woo. It's called something. It's like eagle's wings or something like that. Spread ego, man. Yeah. Mine. But I haven't answered the question oh, yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, you were just saying. Okay. Sorry. Okay. The one that hit me the hardest. It's hard to say because of the buildup of all the deaths. I'd say like shocking wise, it was tongueless. Because I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Who is tongueless? <laughs> Like, we'll never know. I love how cut up you are on this. Did you mean to say cut up? Because I am cut up cut into up. four pieces. I am very cut up. <laughs> but I think the one the one where I put the book down for literally three days was Theodora. <laughs> I was just like, fuck this. When he squished her, I was just like, I can't even. They squished her. They squished her. Yeah. It was like she got caught under a Super Mario <laughs> squish thing. <laughs> you are a sociopath. Why are you laughing? And you, 
That one was like definitely the one where I was like, all right, I need a break. <laughs> That's How good. about you? What which one hit you the hardest? Definitely Alex. Alexander. Yeah. That well, was you, tough. You really liked him. I really loved him and we fucking killed him twice basically. Like yeah. he got like an epic send off and he's going to save all these he's like saved eighty thousand people and it's like this great amazing thing the knights of arcos like saved all these people and they're all gonna die anyway by the way and then <laughs> we get him back and then i was just like pierce you better not fucking do this and, and then he did it and then it was like there's people all the arcos knights are like riding back on the grav bikes or whatever and he makes it i was like okay we're good we got him some teeth back he likes his teeth and then fucking Lysander has to fucking shoot him in the head. That was just to me. That was that one. Just he, like you, you, you misspoke. He didn't have to shoot him in the head, <laughs> like you just said. Um, also, you said all those people that he saved are gonna die. No, they helped kill all of Darrow's friends. Yeah, that's true. You're right. So Alexander saved eighty thousand people for the wrong side. And then they like betrayed him. And then we all got fucked over. It's it's tough. That's a tough one. We're going to stop giving people medication <laughs> and let them all die so they can't kill us. It's the difference between the good guys and the bad guys. All right. Let's talk about uh, the new stuff. We already talked about the abomination a little bit. We both were a little, I guess I was a little uneasy about it. What did you think about it? So I think Pierce did set us up for this with um, talking about Sophocles being cloned mm-hmm. in Iron Gold. Mm-hmm. And then he also talked about like the clone after like 10 clonings or whatever was like getting a little weird. <laughs> getting a little funky. But... Um, and the Jackal's a character that would definitely do something like this. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like so creepy. It was. Especially the mother lover weirdo shit. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, when I was reading it, honestly, I was like, don't we have enough villains? Yeah. Aren't we, like, losing enough? This guy, this book is bad guy central. It really bad is. Bad guy central. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm all for the good guys. <laughs> I knew you were going to have a tough time with it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, like, hate it. I de- I'm kind of like what you were saying. I, I can't really have an opinion until I see what comes of it right because to me it's very unfinished like we barely met him yeah um but i'm definitely worried about several <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh okay what did you think of the volsung fa oh i did not like the aliens you didn't like them at N- all none of them i didn't like any of the why aliens. didn't you like them like they the way they like float in comatose into your ship and then, like, come to life and kill everyone. That was fucked up. <laughs> was it just because they were scary? You just didn't like that they were part of the story or what? I didn't like them. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I don't think that he's Ragnar's dad. I think he's full of shit. I would agree with that. I think he... We just have way too many, like, big, horrible tyrant men. I don't know. I feel like we've got... Atlas sticking poles up people's asses. That was rough. We've got Volsung Fa spread eagling everyone. <laughs> Pulling people's lungs out. You know. <laughs> and ha- eating hearts. Now we've got this <laughs> like <a> little <laughs> abomination. I guess he's not a big guy. Right. And then 
Adelania is she's basically a big creepy dude. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like we're overrun. There are a lot of bad guys. With like they're not just bad though. They're like really, 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 really bad. They're like the worst of the worst. Yeah. Um, I am happy Apple is sneaking around. <laughs> yeah. I think that, you know, He's up to trouble. It's like, there's no way that Apollonius is just going to become Lysander's... uh, Bitch. Yeah, he's not going to do that. What was the question? Sorry. We're just talking talking about the new stuff. I'm not super into those little aliens. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Uh, I found that I was also had a a similar reaction to Volsung Fa and all those obsidian, the Ascomani obsidians that I did with the abomination but it didn't it did, i was like okay i kind of see where this is going i liked that i actually liked that whole obsidian storyline a lot it should be it'll be interesting to see what happens i i agree with you i don't think that he's ragnar's dad that seems like bullshit to me it seems like some kind of ploy that atlas obviously atlas is involved with them and so i feel like atlas might be playing both sides here a little bit or like making his own army Seems like we're gonna have like, I don't think it's gonna be all of these bad guys against Darrow and Mustang on Mars. I feel like it's gonna be kind of some infighting on the society side, maybe some people betraying some people. I feel and like Volsung lo- Fog yeah. just eating everyone. Yeah, I'm not sure that he's. His, I don't know. And then it seems like some uh, somebody's gonna take that dude down from the inside, and then we'll get I'm, the Obsidians I'm back. I'm hoping it's. Lyria and Volga. Yeah, I would hope so too. You know, I think that'll be a good storyline for them. Like, yeah, the way that they're going out to the Oculus with Quicksilver and stuff seems like they're gonna bring the Obsidian back into the fold. Wait, where's Quicksilver? He's out. Out. It seems like he's out at at the Oculus with Lyria. Well, where Lyria is going, I think Quicksilver. Oh. I think that's just the theory. Uh, nobody knows where Quicksilver okay, is for I sure. Like, I don't remember hearing about Quicksilver. But it seems like what I would say is it seems like Volga will probably overthrow that dude, get the obsidians back in the fold. They'll come back at the at the time that we need them and okay. join back up with Kind of like Cassius. Tier Morga. Tier Morga. And uh, kick some fucking ass, some gold ass. I need that because I'm in a dark place right now. You're going to get your Return of the Jedi. Just I'm going to start She's wearing fine. all black until <laughs> next year. You're going to get it. It's the second installment. All right. Um, who was your favorite newly introduced character from these books? I really liked Figment. Slash She's dope. Slash the Parasite. Yeah. That's who it was. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the Parasite. <laughs> I like that. I like that development a lot, too. Yeah. She was crazy. Because I've always complained that we don't know enough browns. Right. And then we get this like brown with superpowers. Is she actually a brown though? It, it, it seemed like she was maybe in a disguise. No, I think she was a brown. Oh, she's a brown. You're right. Yep. Oh my God. I like being right. Because <laughs> I'm never right. Confirmed. She is a brown. We just checked. She's the, a dull brown. The dramatis persona. Which is which is what I am. I have brown hair, brown eyes. Who is your favorite newly introduced character, Ben? I really liked Valdir the Unshorn, and I hope oh. that he he comes into play. And he's like the Obsidian Cassius. <laughs> <laughs> you are so like one sided. 
You're like, I need the traditional hero with honor, and that's me. Really, I'm just one note, am I? He is Obsidian Cassius. Damn, it's true. I just tore you apart. He's you really cool, though. I did. I liked him a lot. I liked his. And like, he's like having an affair. He's having an affair, and then he was like all sad, and he cut off his his long his braid. His unshorn is yeah. now. Is he now Valdir the shorn? <laughs> he's now Valdir the shorn. The bald. I'm hoping he's still alive. He didn't get a like confirmed death or anything. So. Uh, oh, that's a good point. What was he, was he like, doing while Sefi's ribs were getting sprayed? He was he had like a jailbreak, and then he was like, mm-hmm. and then everything just went to shit with with the obsidians, and Volsung Fa started eating everybody's heart. And then um, Ephraim was like, "Well, that was my <laughs> point of view character." <laughs> that was fucking metal when that dude tore his heart out, and he's just like, "Worthy." <laughs> I. T- <laughs> I texted Ben and I was like, is Ephraim dead now? Because last time I thought he was dead, he wasn't totally dead. (laughs) And I replied, I think having his heart taken out of his chest and eaten did the deed. I hope so. (laughs) We'll see. Not that I want Ephraim to die. I just felt like he lived a lot longer than plausible for a a gray. Well, he got a brand new leg and he's hearty. Um. Not that hardy. <laughs> All right. Next one. You got to pick one. Day of the Red Doves or the Red Wedding? Pick one. What? I don't know. <laughs> Which one was worse? <laughs> I'd say, fuck. Well, full honesty, I didn't read Game of Thrones. Right. I read the first two books. And Did then you know I... it was happening in the TV show? though? Huh? Did you know it was happening in the TV show before it happened? No. Okay. No, I like... It's pretty similar. Sat through it. It's almost worse on the TV show. It was pretty terrible. It's more brutal. I think uh, the Day of the Red Doves has to be worse. Volleyball with Doxo's head really, really sent me into a tailspin. That sucks. (laughs) But like, you know, the the best fighter holiday getting like garage doored out. Yeah. And then... Doxo coming back for Mustang. Yep. The worst part is Mustang getting like stabbed everywhere yep. a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Like Red Wedding, sure you get your throat cut. Sorry, you're dead. Your baby gets stabbed. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You're not getting like repeatedly stabbed through the cheek and, and having your teeth right. cut out. And we didn't get a definitive ending on it because I was like, is Mustang dead? I had to go check that. I checked the table of contents like immediately afterwards. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, I did. I was like, and Virginia. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I think it was worse. I would say the Red Wedding was worse, but I read it. So I just did it's not. different, yeah. Did not see the Red Wedding coming and had not experienced well, that. Well, I know you threw the book right. out and got locked out of your house. Yeah. So that was also bad. I had not experienced a book like that prior to the red wedding happening so that's why it was worse the, for me the worst part of the red wedding was when they killed the dire wolf that was just in his little kennel and little stuff that was fucked up yep. he's not doing anything yep he's in his kennel yeah but like i said earlier i was pissed about the the day of the red does because i fell for the fucking okie doke again and i should be better than this like that's all i'm saying what did you fall for i just was like oh this is gonna work out like everything's great you know i was like oh we're hearing about doxo this is awesome doxo's great he's got all this like cool backstory he's got a big balls in the sky and <laughs> it's like this guy's big funny cock and balls. yeah this guy's funny he's kind of cool and then it's like oh we're playing volleyball with his head who um 
who was the bad guy in that situation? Lilith. No, but who's the senator? Oh, Publius. Publius. I'm so glad that he had to like put on a dog collar and crawl yeah, around like guy. a little bitch. Well, I hate that guy. By the way, so many people died that when I looked at this outline and it says Dancer died, I was like, oh, <laughs> I forgot because so many more people died that I totally forgot that Dancer died. That was a bad death. Yeah, that was He's, tough. Next time I get a hiccup, I'm going to be like, oh, fuck it. Here it comes. Okay, next question. Was this book too dark? Aaron, go. For me, I think that if it was longer and I had more time to have like bright moments in between the dark, it would have been okay. But emotionally, I had a very hard time. So I'd say yes. I get where you're coming from. I I mean, there was at times, like I said, I agree with you where I was just like, damn, like, can we get a W up on the board here at any point? But you just kept reading because you don't feel feelings. (laughs) Well, I was just like, I wanted to get to the end. I knew, I I don't know. I was just, I was just trying to get, I was really into the story. Like I was really into it, but I was like, God damn it. Like, can we win here at some point? So uh, I would get, I get where people are coming from if they think it's, too dark. I don't think it was personally. I don't like the. But word I'm a dark, dark motherfucker. So. You are dark. Yeah. You're a you're a brooder. Mm-hmm. I'm like sunshine and blueberries with yeah. a sarcastic tongue, but I think I don't think dark is the right word. I think it's more like too many failures. Yeah. I d- it's like too beaten down yeah. is how I felt. Okay. Yeah. Like the baby on the tree. Like <laughs> the. <laughs> <laughs> The, tough the, one. The, <laughs> That's a tough one. <laughs> the spread eagle ribs. Like, there are a lot of, like, really dark. Oh, the pulls up the assholes. That, that's got to be the worst. That's worse than a baby on Still a tree. Still alive, too. That's, that's what I mean. Yeah. I think pulls up assholes and then you slowly die. That's got to be worse than your baby on a tree. <laughs> I don't have a baby, so baby I can't. Baby nailed to a tree is going to be pretty tough. <laughs> But he his he got his head smashed, so he died fast. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, just saying. So, yeah. Do you like how totally I'm okay my head? <laughs> I'm saying pulls up the ass. Like dark, that's what I think of as dark. Yeah. And yeah. I'm okay with that because, you know, I grew up playing Mortal Kombat and ripping people's arms off and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But like I think for me it was too many failures. Yeah. I just wanted a win. Okay. So next question is where does Dark Age rank among the series for you? Morning Star is probably still my favorite. I'd say at this point, I just finished it. I'd say it's last because I'm in a bad place. <laughs> but maybe with a little perspective, I'll feel differently. Yeah. But I don't know. I probably liked it more than Iron Gold because Iron Gold, I was like really mad at Darrow. Yeah. At the end. Yeah, at least we solved that problem. This I was not mad yeah. at Daryl. Like in this. this book, I I liked Lyria way more. Mm-hmm. I did miss Cassius a lot. I thought that was the best part of Iron Gold. Yeah, at this point, not my favorite. How about you? I'm gonna slot it in probably at number two, right behind Golden Sun. You're drinking the 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 punch. There's the no wedding punch, punch to drink. You're drinking the bad punch. You're drinking the milk. <laughs> You're drinking the bad milk. Well, I am lactose intolerant, <laughs> so I'm not drinking the milk. All right. So next question is, what is the biggest lingering question 
for you going into the next book? I I I want to know where Cassie Sandero went, especially if it's not to Mars. Yeah, yeah, I would be interested to see if it's not Mars. I'd also like to know how Cassius has like a ship and armor and. See, that's why I think Quicksilver helped him out. Oh, okay. Yeah, where the fuck's Quicksilver? That's uh, another question. Yeah, what I would say you? that's What's my biggest lingering question is like the Oculus. What? Where's? Where did Pax and Lyria? Who's out there? Is there like more aliens? Feels like Quicksilver's maybe building some robots. Oh, that'd be nice. Uh, I like robots. And that seems that to me is the biggest lingering question. My second biggest lingering question, I think, is what's going on with Atlas and his connections to Lysander's parents and how they were like reformers and he was supposedly their best friend. But and then they he's putting poles at people's assholes. But then, yeah, he's like fighting for the society, which seems a little weird. Can I have a second question? Sure. And you actually brought this up. I didn't even think about it. The biggest question is, will Severo be Severo next time we meet him? Yeah. Uh, oh. That's, I don't really, I really don't want to think about that moment. Although we know... The only hope that I have with that is like it, it's probably going to happen. Feels like Severo's going to get brainwashed with the pandemonium chair, and he's going to probably be a bone rider, which is going to be awful. I'm assuming Clown and Pebble probably will be too. And uh, they're really good at fighting, so suck. They're gonna fight Darrow, but our only hope on this is we have the expert on our side, Mustang. She should like if they can take them alive or whatever. Should be able to put their minds back together, I feel like. If anybody could, Mustang would be able to. Humpty Dumpty. Should yeah. put them back together again. Mm -hmm. That'll be fucked up. That's going to be fucked up and very tough. <laughs> so, next question. What are you most looking forward to? I'm most looking forward to Cassius killing Lysander. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I'm or Darrow. Darrow or Cassius killing Lysander. That will be exciting. <laughs> it's got to be Cassius. We're gonna be. I want to see Cassius like, fucking. Be like, sorry, brother. <laughs> Lysander. <laughs> I'm most looking forward to Pax and Electra, mostly Pax, um, becoming more integral to like the main yes, story. I agree. That that's a huge. I I I really want to see what happens with Pax next. I love the line about Electra just wanting to grow up so she can kill people and yeah. how it's not cute anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of scary. <laughs> Virginia's like, yeah, it used to be cute. Now she's fucking terrifying. Yeah. That makes me wonder how much of a time jump we're going to get for the next book. Like, I wonder if it's going to be a, a longer time period so that those kids can grow up a little bit and they can be bigger parts of the story. I don't know. Like he built so much momentum. Right. He can't skip too far. Yeah. We've got way too many moving pieces. That's true. Okay. So that ends the survey. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, our next section is going to be our in memoriam section. Roll the, the movie. Yeah. Play that music. And we're going to, we're going to talk about all the people that died. Let's start off book. with the bad guys. Yep. So our first, I guess, kind of bad guy. This one really got me. Serafina Ara. This one was just very surprising. She exploded. Yeah. 
Next, we have Calendora. Feels like she was probably killed by Atalantia to me. Yeah, if Darrow doesn't use poison, we all yeah. know that. Yeah. And then we've got Scorpio, Ah, uh, Votum. He got, like, ganked in a star shell or something like that. Who is that? He's, like, a, he's just a fucking gold guy. He's, like, <laughs> an old gold guy that from Mercury. Got fucked on by Darrow in the first oh. uh, first part of the book. I'm already erasing him from my memory. He wasn't very important. Then we have Seneca, Ah, uh, Cern. This is Ajax's little, like, lackey boy that yeah. Lysander killed. And then we have... Xenophon. Cephy's white, he but not Cephy's, because they belong <laughs> to the Fear Knight slash the aliens. Right. Slash who knows, but they blew up. Now on to the good guys. Our first good guy, Dancer. Pour one out. Pour one out for homeboy. Dancer. I totally don't want to die hiccuping and bleeding out of all of my orifices. Next, obviously, we have Daxo uh, Telemannus. Volleyball head. I'm still upset about it. I want you to stop saying the word volleyball head. <laughs> he needs to be respected. They put his ashes in the sewer. That one, I, I had to, we were in the car for that, and I had to look out the window for like 15 minutes, just stare. <laughs> I was so upset. Yeah, I saw that reaction. <laughs> Uh, next, my, my homeboy, the, ch- the chosen one, he was taken from us too soon, Alexander uh, Arcos. His head exploded. Are we saying how they died? Yeah, he got shot. Next, we have Orion Z Aquarii, Ben's inspiration to be a blue. That's right. You know what? I was really disappointed in Orion. Pierce likes to blow blues up. <laughs> yeah, they get like their mind fried. Yeah, no, I mean, normally they explode on the console. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, Orion got a mind flare. <laughs> she got flayed like in Stranger Things. That was a tough one. All right, Super Mario Smash on Theodora here. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> This one really pissed me off. She was trying to make it through Bowser's castle like, and this got is fucked up. <laughs> she, yeah, she got she got squished, as did Alexander's mom. And we're too lazy to go back and look up her name. Alex's mom slash is she a good person? We just assume she was on our side. Right, she got squished. Yep, Min Min, tough one. Ooh, Gosh. I forgot about this because it was so horrible. Yeah, cooked alive, Ugh. screaming. God. <laughs> In a little wolf? Yeah. A little metal wolf? Yeah. Let me go back. I don't like the clone. <laughs> I forgot about this. Yeah. Okay. Tongueless. Four pieces. I'm not I'm not happy because Ben doesn't care about who Tongueless was, but I like super care. <laughs> I'm like super obsessed with it. And I'm just upset that we will never know. And it doesn't seem like anyone else cares. If the internet didn't exist, you wouldn't care about him. That's not fucking true. I always cared about him because the fucking dog. And where's the dog? Like, we never heard about what happened to the little dog. (laughs) He left with Severo, probably. Well, then he's fucked. All right. Our next one is Felix. Ah, Don, we barely knew you. Uh, I still I don't know who that he's is. He's some gold guy that was he's like Darrow's bodyguard. He got killed in the Battle of Mercury. Great. Sorry. Sefi. 
torn apart. Tough one. Heart eaten. Wing lungs for wings. Lungs for wings. Hey, one thing that Ben brought up to me before we started recording is that Sefi had that genetic poisoning that in her arm was coming apart. Mm-hmm. So if if Volsung Fa is related, he could be poisoned. He could be right. So I don't. I, I think it's going to be a, a a reason to show that he's not related to her. Be like he's a liar. He's a big old liar. Big old red liar. <laughs> All right, next one. Frey healed. She's just like a sweet, pretty obsidian. Who's like badass at fighting. Yeah, my guy, Baldir, was all about it. Now and he is bald. Bald deer. Now he's, <laughs> he's shorn. He shorned himself after she died. Yeah, she straight died. Yeah, she was Ephraim's like pride student. She got lots of arrows. Yeah. Figment. One of my favorite new characters. She kind of died because really the coolest part about her lives on through Lyria. Right. I wish we would have gotten more of her. I really liked her whole like secret assassin kind of cat burglar. I think you'll get more of her through Lyria. That's true. Yeah. Figment seems like it's its own thing. And then... Figmentum. Yeah, whatever. Uh, next one. This was, this was just... This Horrible. was the... <laughs> The gnarliest death, I feel like. Because we were in his head. Yeah, it was really tough. Ephraim, T-Horn, he is worthy. He's worthy because he didn't scream because he was like, where's my Zolodone? <laughs> worthy. <laughs> <laughs> he straight died. <laughs> and He's finally uh, dead, yes. He lost an arm, broke his back. His heart was pulled out of his chest and eaten. He got Indiana Jones. I think he might be alive because <laughs> he kind of was left in this position. At Volga the picked him up and his body fell apart. At the end of this, <laughs> at the end of Iron Gold, he was almost this bad. <laughs> and he still lived. <laughs> Volga went and got his body. I know. I just fucking read it. <laughs> okay. The one that nobody cares about. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I don't have children, obviously. The baby U- Ulysses, who was nailed to a tree. Possibly the up. darkest moment in the entire series. Uh, we didn't even know him for a whole day. Oof. But. I hated that part just because you had, like, you saw it coming, like, a paragraph before. And, like, Lyria knew. And then you knew. We all had the same realization that we we're going to walk around this corner and we we're going to see a dead baby. And then that dead baby was nailed to a tree upside down face smashed and that was tough <laughs> i didn't see it coming <laughs> oh man i saw it coming i don't think about dead babies well you can just you can like hear you can feel the dread i felt like anyway dead baby <laughs> oh that? we forgot one of the bad guys harmony <sighs> that's a good one to end on yeah fuck, fuck you harmony fuck you. <laughs> she's not dead yet she's still getting eaten alive yeah, she's, she's still alive she's got snakes coming out of her stomach yeah she's she's suffering as we speak <laughs> uh let's move on to the prime five five of our favorite insights and observations from this week's chapters we've just got a very uh quick like five quick hitters of things we noticed let's do it Okay, so there's a lot of uh, theorizing about the red snipers, the three red snipers that Darrow meets and uh, like has them set up to shoot at Lysander at the end of the book, that those might be Lyria's brothers and that they possibly could have escaped 
on the Archimedes with Cassius and, and However, Darrow. Darrow does say the snipers have stopped shooting. Yeah, they probably died. They're, if that was, then they... I don't know. I don't think it's them because when he says they stopped shooting, it's because, oh, everyone's dead and we're losing. It's kind of implied. It's kind of plays like they're Lyrius brothers, but there's no actual confirmation or anything like that. It's just kind of an interesting little nugget. So next, Prime 5, loving on Pax. Uh, Mustang, in her point of view, she says that Pax is the boy who killed a torch ship. And we were like, low-key Harry Potter reference? Yeah, the boy who lived. The boy who lived slash killed the torch ship? Because <laughs> he also lived. We know that Pierce is a big Harry Potter fan. Who isn't? Yeah, you'd be crazy not to. Fuck you if you hate Harry Potter. <laughs> Also, besides low-key Harry Potter reference, that was also badass that Pax not only takes down the torch ship, but then when he comes out, everyone recognizes him and is like, oh, he's amazing. Yeah, he's like the pilot's halo on. So, like, they're already, um, his legend is growing already. Yes. So that's fun to watch. I feel like we're going to need a Pax trilogy now. I'm down. Yeah, I like him because he's like Mustang, but also Darrow. <laughs> 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 like he's their kid it's like he's their kid or something I don't crazy know. <laughs> all right uh m- next prime five i've talked about this in the past pierce was writing horror again on chapter 49 this is the part that <laughs> that i didn't Aaron like <laughs> didn't like by the way i also hate scary movies yeah so this is the aliens like invading the ship and it just reminded me of a horror movie it was really awesome the way that he wrote that um, I love the gold and the nightgown and the grav boots and like the razor. And he's like telling everybody r- to uh, line up and all this stuff like that. I was just like, it reminded me of the movie Alien, them like going down the hallways and like them floating past and stuff. It was just, it was just really cool. It's like, I think Pierce just needs to write horror, a horror movie or something because he's really fucking good at it. And I will hide behind the couch <laughs> while I watch it. Next, Prime Five, Ben wrote this down. <laughs> Quote, Mustang likes that good dick and Darrow can smash. Uh, this is when she's like on drugs in front of the whole Senate and all that and shit. Theodora gets squished. This is the Theodora squishing part. Uh, she's talking about a gray warden. She says that warden is really quite handsome. I would kill him if I could naturally. Yet I still wonder if his manhood is sufficient to please me. Probably not. I have high standards. So Mickey did good. (laughs) Mickey got that good dick. So we know that Darrow is endowed (laughs) with a lot of passion. (laughs) All right. uh, And then our last, sorry, that was. uh, Hey, you made me read that. Yeah, it's fine. It's It's fine. fine. I'm not going to make the joke that I made. (laughs) I'm not sure I can say that on the podcast, even, even with an adult content warning. Because your mom listens to it. <laughs> hey, mom. <laughs> All right. The last thing on our Prime 5 list is how did our Dark Age Prime predictions turn out? Really good. And yeah. by ours, you mean yours because they were all your predictions. Well, I was just going to go to our Prime predictions. So on the Syndicate Queen, do you remember who you said was a Syndicate Queen? Oh, I don't fucking know. I said a lot of people. I said Lilith, so I was right. You you mostly said Holiday, so you were mostly wrong. That's not true. I didn't say Holiday was the syndicate queen. I said she was the traitor. But she's not. There's a difference. 
I'm just saying you were wrong about holiday. Thank uh, God. That hasn't been proven yet. Oh my God. Um, all right. Do and our next question on our prime predictions was, do we find out who tongueless is? I said, no. Aaron said, I said, fuck, we better, <laughs> but nothing went the way that I wanted it to. And then we talked about Pierce has said there was duels in this book. So who duels? Was there even a duel though? Did anybody duel? No. We didn't really get any duels. Unless you call jousting a duel. We, I guess we got Volsung Fa and Sefi dueled. So. Yeah, but she was she oh. had dead arm. <laughs> that was a little bit of a tough one. All right, and then we we this is so cute. Remember when we were talking about who dies, and we said like one person apiece. <laughs> Remember when we were hopeful and we had optimism and we were just innocent? We're so cute. We are so cute. <laughs> you did say dancer, though, and you were right. I remember that. And I it said Alex, and I was right. Then our last question on our Prime 5 from our Dark Age episode was, is Cassius alive? And if so, when does he come back? I think we both said yes, and we both said... In a big moment. In a big moment, and yeah. that was true. He saved the day. This is why you guys come to us for this amazing, amazing analysis. Mostly Ben's <laughs> analysis. <laughs> I just make shit up in the moment. All right. You know what it's time for? What are we into this week? What are you into this week, Aaron? You know, uh, I'd say B vitamins to pull me out of my <laughs> deep, dark depression that Pierce put me in. I really loved the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood movie. Great choice. Also, may I say, I had no idea what the movie was about and that it, I didn't know it had anything to do with the Manson murders. So the ending was a huge surprise <laughs> to me. And then I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah. But it was really fun. And now I really want to try acid-dipped cigarettes. Me too. Because that looks like a good time. been reading about so much with psychedelics lately. Like, we watched that movie. They yeah. did psychedelics. Ephraim's doing psychedelics, and it's amazing in here. We didn't even talk. Did we even talk about the mop moment? Ooh, that was one of your favorites. Gosh, darn it. Talk that about was, it. That was great. One of my other favorite moments was... <laughs> Uh, when Ephraim just rolls in high on mushrooms with the mop and is like trying to fight people and thinks he has a gun. That was fucking No, he tries insane. to fight a robot with a mop and the <laughs> robot... Only yes, it's a robot. The oh, only yeah, reason right. the robot doesn't kill him is because it's like, oh, that's a gray with a mop. He must be cleaning. <laughs> he doesn't, he's not a threat. Yeah, and then like Sefi and Valdir like roll in right after him and everybody's like, oh my God. He's so amazing. Oh, also, I loved <laughs> Ephraim flipping out the window, like, barefoot and, like, <laughs> almost dying, like, eight times. Ephraim was just full of hijinks I'm in this book. I'm upset about Ephraim. Now I'm sad that he died. <laughs> Very sad. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Great choice. I'm going to say By the way, that, that's a movie by Quentin Tarantino. Right. Brad Pitt, super hot. Uh, Brad Pitt abs wow is he like 40 he's 55 no yes damn that's why i'm into dads now it's insane <laughs> 55 he looks amazing yeah it was crazy he looks way better than me and i'm much <laughs> younger than him 
Dude, he looks good. Yeah, that, when he was on the roof. When he was on the roof, I yeah. was like, please don't come down. <laughs> Let's just keep the movie oh, right here. Wild. Hey, everyone should see it just for that scene. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and then there's, I mean, there's the most epic fighting scene the ever. The movie is great. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ben, what are you into this week? I'm going to recommend the Red Rising Reddit because I've just been on it constantly ever since I finished Dark Age. Been into it all week long. You a lot just of good. Type in Red Rising. Yeah, just go to Reddit and type in Red Rising, and um, there's a whole Reddit. There's a huge community. People are posting on it constantly. A lot Spoilers of good. Spoilers, probably. Oh yeah, um, but most of it's tagged, so you you don't see anything. Like if you just go to the main page, you won't see anything spoilery. Until you actually click on it, and everything will be marked. I guess if you're listening Spoilers. to this, mm-hmm. you've been spoiled. True, but it, there's a lot of great discussion going on there, and a lot of cool, just like theories on what's going to happen next. People talking about their feelings about the book really helps me kind of form my own, you know, thoughts and feelings about the book, and uh, it was really cool. So go check that out. All right, uh, next episode on Hallerpod. We are going to try and do some more Dark Age episodes. We're working on possibly bringing in some guests. More information to come. This is a tease. (laughs) It's not going to be Pierce Brown, though. (laughs) We already did that. (laughs) I can't interview Pierce Brown again because I'm so mad at him for killing everybody. (laughs) I'm still not sure that that actually happened. He killed everyone. No, I'm still not sure that we actually interviewed Pierce. If it wasn't recorded and I didn't listen to it no, 18, 18 times. I told you we're best friends now, so I remember it happening. <laughs> still a little surreal for me. All right. Uh, where can people find us on the Internet? Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Etsy, HowlerPod at gmail.com. Or go to our website, howlerpod.com. You can also send us a message there. Mm. And it gives you a little nice little message. Yeah, and get some sweet merch. Howlerpod merch. Yeah, we've had some sales. Yeah, people are like the t-shirts. Mm-hmm. It's working. Uh, also, don't it. forget, rate and review us. If you don't give us five stars, I'll throw you in a huge pit full of pit vipers. Whoa, and then I'll show up, I'll reach into your chest, pull out your heart, take a bite out of it, and then look you right in the eye and say, unworthy. <laughs> <laughs> You're making a very scary face when you say that. All right, thanks, Howlers. Omnis vir lupus. Oh.